Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Okay, here we go. We're back. We are. Uh, welcome, everybody, back to uh, the long-awaited uh, continuation of Father Knows Something. And tonight with me is... Justin. That's your name. In a brand new year. It is. It's uh, 2022. That's right. So uh, I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday season. You all, as much as you could, stay safe and well. And if you um, did get a little flu or vid or the the combination thereof, I hope you're doing well and you're back on your way. Got to start off the year right. We do. So um, we uh, went on the other day and asked for a lot of write-ins to come in. And apparently, quite a bit of you wrote in. So we did select some of them, or Justin and Morgan did. I have no idea what they are yet. So we'll dig in and see how many we can kick out for this evening. And uh, I'm going to try to start even uh, writing some of you back if I, can, if I can manage it. So I'll do the best I can. Socks are looking a little bland today. Ah, don't, uh, don't, don't, <laughs> don't fret. We have uh, the eye of the tiger. Wow. We have tigers on the right, and we have a tiger on the left. Oh, wow. But, you know, guys, you know, since I treat you as my, as my kids and I go by dad, don't, don't hesitate. If you see a pair of socks that have some meaning, uh, we'll take them. Today, we're jumping in on taking the next step. Okay. So big life changes, uh, maybe a marriage, maybe a move in here and there. Okay. These all deal with... Life-changing steps. Yeah. So, so today's episode kind is... Kind of like the next chapter kind of a step. Right. Okay. So today's episode's called Taking the Next Step. I like that. Starting off with a nice little short one here. Okay. Get all warmed up. I just graduated from college and took the first job I could get. I really don't like the job. It's very draining and has no prospect of growth. I'm currently living in a new city where my job is located and I'm looking for a new job. I cannot decide if I should move back where I used to live or if I should stay in the city I'm currently in. I like both cities, so I'm just kind of stressed on what to do. I like the idea of staying here, but the thought of going back to my old town is comforting. I should preface that I'm a single adult female and live alone. What should I do? Well, there's, I, I really am a firm believer, as bad as a job may be, something always comes good from what you're doing. You're learning something. Um, these experiences that you are suffering through kind of cultivate your... Uh, it's, it's like, I call it seasoning. It's seasoning you for the future. You're learning all kinds of things that you may not know that you're grasping or you're taking in, but just the interaction with people, those experiences, um, customers, job uh, expectations, you're learning something. The fact that you're look, going for another job, I think is beautiful. 
And each one of these little jobs that you're taking at least is getting the motor going to who knows where you're going to end up. But have you been in a situation where you have moved away from your hometown? Yep. And now you're in a place that you you like and you love it there. And now you're thinking, well, it sounds good to move back to where I grew up, but I also kind of like where I'm at. So do I go back home or do I stay where I'm at, aside from the job? Right, but I think that she's, it doesn't sound like she's been where she's at too long. You know, home is is always great. And that was where you can always return to. But I would I would stick being away from home for a while and getting your, your sea legs and flying in, in that atmosphere. And may, maybe that's not the... Uh, the ultimate town you'll be in. Maybe there's a different town that you w- may want to try also, another job that will offer you something new and, and special. But the more that you get uh, round, I call it you know worldly or rounded, it, it, it makes you more robust in, in your experiences. Right, and it's, it's nice that they're already kind of separating the town from the job. I think if you go in and you move somewhere, you have a bad experience, whether it be a job, school, or even if you just traveled somewhere and had a bad experience, it can ruin that entire place for you. So to still have a love for this town, I mean, in my experience, I've loved the fact that I not only like moved out of Minnesota, mm-hmm. but I really got into where I lived. Like I really got into the culture, tried everything and saw, you met went, all these different types of people. You went to New York for a while. Well, it's New York and then LA. And I think that I would never take back the decision to have lived in those places mm-hmm. and then done it for, uh, you know, more than just a, a short amount of time. I think it takes time to really dive in. And the most important thing that she really said is that she is young and she's single. She's an adult, but she's single. You know, I too you know, traveled very young. I was working for a company that took me on three-month ventures. I went to you know, Napa, and I was in Sedona, and I was in Oakland or Mountain View, and I was in New York, and I was in you know, Kentucky and Mississippi. I went to all these different environments and, and connected and made friends and built uh, relationships that are now 40, 50 years old. I mean, it's just, I mean, I'm 64 and I think I met my one of my longest friends 40 years ago by, you know, traveling and yeah. doing that stuff abroad. And I grew up in Los Angeles. Now I'm back in LA, but I, you know, obviously we I've spent 20 years in Minnesota and I've spent four years or five years in Kentucky. And it was interesting getting all that seasoning in and those life experiences from those individual towns, that they all have a bit of me and I have a bit of it in me. Right. And so, well, I think that's the point here is you can always go back home. Yeah. You can always go back home. So might as well, you know, keep diving in yeah. and see what else is out there. So you said, what, 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 are, what is my feeling or what are my thoughts? My thought is keep exploring, keep getting the, uh, uh, the seasoning so to say, and, and enjoy, let us know. Yeah. And maybe you find a job that you really do love there Mm -hmm. and that will change the, it'll make the decision very easy for you. It it will. The universe brings us to places and brings things to us that we never expect. Allow it to envelop you and get those experiences. Yeah. All All positive. 
All positive. That's right. Moving on. Taking a little turn here. Uh-oh. Four days before our wedding, I, 29 female, found out my fiance, 27 male, had been cheating on me. I called off the wedding and ended things. After giving it a few months, I realized I could forgive him and I still love him. I haven't told him that. He's been in therapy, cut out toxic friends and relationships, blocked the girl on everything, has people that hold him accountable, has offered to get an app where I can see anything on any of his devices, stopped drinking, and anything else he can think of to change and be a different person. In your experience, is it possible for a cheater to actually change? Can I eventually trust him again? Good question. The simple answer is yes, and I'm going to I'm going to go ex- go further and explain. Okay, it. because time and and maturing changes a lot of this. We are of the animal kingdom. We are produced by God or the or the universe as to to breed, and. It is tough sometimes for us to figure out that the person that is really intended for us, that we're going to spend our life with as a partner, how valuable that is and what that and what that's about. Some of us are raised um, with that in sight and are much brighter and and more mature than other people are at certain ages. We don't all grow at the same at the same level. So when I was very young, yeah, I was very much in love with it with my first girlfriend, four years, crazy about her. And you get, you start making, having success, you get on your own, you get a little arrogant, a little cocky, and other stuff starts floating around. And you may not really recognize how, val- how special that person really was at that time, as much as you did before, but now you're getting a little goofier and a little wilder. And unfortunately, my maturity level uh, certainly changed me. And I Definitely was out searching and looking all over the place. And, you know, at least I had a, enough sense to say to her, this isn't going to work. And if I'm, I'm looking, if I'm looking, there's something missing. And, and I used whatever that was as, a, as an excuse, maybe, to move on and go forward. So I did break up. And I, and I know that she knew that, and that, that I cheated. And I'm, I think that she also had an experience or two. Mm-hmm. But we were young. And you get to a part, again, where it can, where, when it's finally over and you both can recognize how special you are to one another and really appreciate the relationship that you have and disclose everything that's inside of you and, and what you were feeling. And when you get these feelings of something else uh, that can divert your attention or something pisses you off and you don't get it out, next thing you know is it manifests into something greater and bigger um, that you, you need to air it all out very quickly and, and nip it, you know, and nip it in the butt. Uh, as you get to be a lot older, it's it's easier actually <laughs> to <Yeah>. be calm. <laughs> you you calm down a lot, but I don't want you to have to wait, you know, twenty more years. So sure. it, I I often thought that if I would have been more mature and if I would have ended up marrying her, yes, I would have probably you've cheated. There's no doubt in my mind. Would I have wished that I was more mature and I would have appreciated everything about our relationship? Absolutely. I wish I would have done that. And who knows how things would have been different. But that's just the way the universe brings it. We we go through these, these life actions 
and it makes our life whatever they are. I mean, my life ended up fantastic and great, and I have wonderful children, and I don't. I have no regrets. But it's interesting to say, you know, what would have. Right. Yeah. It's it's hard to tell, but I guess there's to to put it plainly. I guess there's you know it's a toss up. There's mm-hmm. certain relationships that have worked past it mm-hmm. in a good way, and there's relationships that couldn't recover from it. And so can you build back up that trust if there is real change? It takes two people to build that trust. You, you, have to, you have to give the trust and allow the trust. You know, I always say, you know, you know first time shame on you, second time shame on me. It's a gamble. Life is a gamble. I mean, is it worth the gamble? Yeah. I will say this. You can't keep carrying that knife in your back pocket through your relationship with this thing. If you accept them back and you guys are going to go forward, you go in all the way and it's got to be a clean slate and it's a new beginning. I wish you luck with it if, if that's your choice because it, it is possible. Absolutely. When I think you can never avoid, completely avoid risk. Mm-hmm. Either way you go, there's going to be risk. If you walk away, there's the risk that it, it could have worked out mm-hmm. and been everything you wanted. Mm-hmm. If you stay, there's a risk it could happen again. Mm-hmm. You just never know. But I, I also agree that you cannot, you can't carry that forward forever because then you're you're doomed no, regardless. You, that that card you are throwing that card into the deck, or you your that card is dead. You cannot use it. This is a decision you mutually make together. And if you love each other and you're truly missing one another, look, I know what it is to miss somebody that you loved. It sucks. And sometimes just say, "Gee, I really wish that we could have made it work and and tried it." And you be brave and go forward and give it a shot. If 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 it if you find out real quick that you it's that you can't let it go, then you gotta you gotta let the whole thing go and True. move on and go forward. Perfect. That's my thought. Yeah. Well, we wish you the best. I mean, it's it's just an unthinkable situation. It just it sucks. It sucks to go through it. You. You bore that, you know, the worst of it, but maybe he grew from it. You, you, all you can really hope is that the experience has made him grow and you opening your heart and being the person you are, if he's smart, he'll appreciate you. Yeah. Well, and it'll be a slow, slow build mm-hmm. back to where you were. Definitely. Yeah. Doesn't happen overnight. No. Okay. Next one. First of all, hi, Jerry. I love you. Ah. Uh, <laughs> okay. And, here, I, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I've been with my partner for almost three years now. They've always been open about wanting to be with me forever. They've made it very clear they're in it for the long haul and want to get married. He treats me like a damn queen. He's six years older than me, and we started dating when I was 20. So I was a little nervous at first, but totally love him. And as time is going on, I've gone back and forth between feeling like I'm too young to know if this is my forever person and knowing that I absolutely love this man and want to spend all my time with him. We live in two different places right now, and my lease is up in the summertime. I've been considering finally taking him up on his offer for us to move in together to his place, and I am battling an inner conflict with myself because my parents are religious and they have always wanted me to be married before I live with someone. I'm not 100% sure where I stand with religion right now. 
I feel very unsure of everything, but I do know I love this person and I'm thinking about wanting to move in with them. What kind of advice would you give to me? It's obviously really important to you to get your parents' blessing, it sounds to me. You, you definitely want, you, you want this to go in a flavor that it has no resistance with your parents. And as much as their religious background is saying marriage before anything, I think that if you can have the conversation with your parents and first see how that goes and explain to them, you know, your feelings, your your uncertainty of of, of the permanence of marriage, but you certainly want to give this a try to see if you guys can live together and grow together and interact with one another and you approach it with with that with that thought process. I can't tell you what your parents will say, but I think it's the responsible way to include them because you Obviously, you're, you don't want to not include them. You've made it really clear that it's important to you. And I would share that to them with them, that it is important that they, are, they support you in this and that they are in your life no different than the, the, the love and that they're in your life today. I also understand that that can be very advantageous at times because as in other stories we've heard, mm-hmm. people move in and everything changes. The dynamic changes. Mm-hmm. It's my house. You're living in my house. Oh, yeah. And it almost becomes like a relationship ruiner. So it honestly might be nice to live together before you commit to the permanence of marriage. You know, how I conducted myself with my own with my own intentions when I was in relationships as I was, you know, going forward in life. I just really do believe that uh, living together opens a whole new dynamic that you have to experience before you say, I do. And I, that's my personal thing. And, and like you very well mentioned, we've had some some phone, you know, some write-ins that we said, man, leave now. <laughs> well, right, exactly. <laughs> withdraw, withdraw. And if your parents say no, now, you, now you're an adult. You have to still make your adult decision what's best for you and for this man in this relationship. Uh, you know, one of the toughest things really to do, especially when parents and children are so close and the parents, you know, sometimes control their relationships, it is time for you to fly and that you have to be your own person as well. The fact that you are going to in- include your parents in this conversation, I think it's beautiful. I think it's wonderful. But you also, at the end of the day, better have your you know, ace of spade up your wrist to know that if you're going to get a lot of objection, you have to know clear what, what's, most, what's most important for your development and the rest of your life. Because quite simply, my parents are no longer with me. They've been gone for you know, 17 and one for 30 years. So it's, it's my life that I have to, to conduct. Yeah. And one day it will be only you and whomever this man or whatever man or person will be in your life. Yeah. Now you move in with my daughter. I'll shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just kidding, guys. Just kidding. Okay. Got another one? I do. Okay. And it's similar. It's okay. a similar next step. Okay. Hi, Jerry. My 27 female boyfriend, 29 male, and I are moving in together next month. We've both been talking about it for a few months, and we're both really excited and ready. We've been together officially about seven months, but have known each other for over three years and were friends before we started dating. This has been the best relationship I've been in, and I'm excited to see what our future holds. 
We've been long distance and I'm moving back for a new job. We're both originally from the same city, but I moved away for a couple years ago due to work. I was moving back in March 2022 anyway, but due to the new job, it will be two to three months earlier than anticipated. His mom, 53 female, has been nothing but supportive and has actually helped us find a great place to live. She's amazing. I've loved getting to know her and how much she's already done for us. My issue, however, is that I haven't told my parents we're moving in together or that we had even planned to do so at all. My dad, 63 male, I think will be really happy for me. He's always supportive in whatever I set my mind to and is really excited for me and my new job because it's in the same field he was in before he retired. All he's ever cared about is that I'm happy in whatever I do. My mom, 63 female, is who I'm nervous to tell. We don't have the best relationship, and while she says she's proud of me and supportive, her actions and the comments she makes towards me and others suggest otherwise. My parents are still together, so usually anything I tell one of them, the other parent will know too. While I know this is the best decision for myself and my boyfriend, and it will make us both happy, I'm struggling to find a way to tell my parents, mostly my mom, without the judgment of it being too soon, or do you know what you're doing? I realize I don't need their permission, but I also don't want to have to deal with emotions and comments, mostly from my mom, that will come after I let them know. How should I handle this? Well, I do know one thing, and this is what, as soon as you start telling me the story, this is what's ringing in my head. The longer you wait, the worse it gets. Because there are, then you, you're dealing with, why did you wait so long to tell me? Right. You know, that, that's the first line. And obviously, that your dad, as much as he's easy, and your mom is your mom. <laughs> right. And you know what to expect. So now that you at least you, you, you know what to expect, now maybe all we can hope is that she blows you away and acts totally different, and you don't have to deal with the expectation that she makes it easy because you already have your guard up. With that knowledge and that information, when you, when you go to dinner at your parents' house, uh, I would probably go, I, I'm not sure if you should go with him or without him because you don't want to, uh, you want to give your parents the, the respect that they can lose their shit, for lack of a better description, without, without the involvement of anybody else. And since you expect them, one of them to lose their shit, then I would actually do it privately, just with your two parents. Yeah. It, it could be making cookies with your mom or, or just really being full on saying, I got I really want to talk to you. This is something that's really on my mind. It's, I made, I'm, I'm making a, you know, a life, some life decisions here. I'm coming back to town and I want you to be aware of what's going on. I, I, I'm really hoping you'll give me your support. I understand you may not, but let's just, let's, let's be positive about what's going to happen and, and going through this, this change. And maybe we can all, grow and, and, and be closer with it. Yeah. I mean, cause it similar to the story prior, I think it's, you just can't really live a life being scared of what your parents will think mm -hmm. or, or what they'll say, because you're going to hold yourself back from, from a lot. And you've already said, I know this is the best decision for myself and my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So you, 
You got to do it. Mm-hmm. You fully, you fully got you. You know what you need. You know what you want to do. You have your direction. You've made your decision. That is all adult, mature decisions to make. Now it's just facing you know. And sometimes, unfortunately, we have parents that don't always make our life easy because they're controlling. And this is about you having control on your life and being and steering the ship. And yeah, your mom may be a little upset that she can't steer your ship. And it's called boundaries. And sometimes they have to get it and they have tough times with it. But the more you do it, the better it will get going forward, especially when you start thinking about getting married and having kids. It's important to have boundaries and for them to know that they are, th- they are there to enjoy, your, enjoy watching you do your life, but it is your life. True. This feels like a rip the Band-Aid off situation mm-hmm. to me. It, good, good way of putting it. Just time to do it. Let's go. Sooner you do it, the better you'll feel. Mm-hmm. It will be. Don't wait. Or you wait, you move in with your boyfriend, and then you invite the mom over for dinner. Guess what, mom? <laughs> uh, if you see the shock on my face, I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> it's an idea, though. I'm just kidding. It's an, No, I mean, it's an idea. Like, it's already happened. It's already happened. It's it, done. It's an idea. Okay, let's see how many we got. Wow, we have two more. Okay, this is the longest one we got here. Long. So, so I'm going to be reading for a while. Bear with me. Sure. So this is this is kind of the title, and then we're going to get into it. Okay. Partner won't marry me unless I change my last name. Little background. I was with my ex for eight years, and he left for another woman when I was six months pregnant. At the time, I felt as though he'd been pretty rotten to me towards the end. I was sure he'd still be a great father. Because of this, when my son was born, I gave him his father's last name. Turns out, my son's father wasn't that great of a father, and was pretty much absent. Where I'm from, both parents on the birth certificate have to provide written and verbal consent to change the last name of a child. Mm -hmm. I can't explain why, but it was so important and meaningful to me that my son have my last name. We were a little team. I fought tooth and nail for years to have my son's last name changed, and finally was successful. Good. To the present. I met my current partner when my son was three. I thought I'd made it really clear when we started to get serious that if I ever married someone, I'd be keeping my last name because of my son. And I thought my partner had understood and come to terms with this. I feel that if I change my last name to the man I marry, I'd be leaving my son to be the only one in the family with that last name. And my son could feel like I'd chosen someone else over him. My son is now seven, and we have all since moved in together and added another child to our family. Things are going beautifully. My partner is a wonderful stepfather and a wonderful father. My partner is from a Catholic Italian background where traditions have played an important role in their family culture. I've come to realize these are more than family traditions and values rather than actual religious values. Mm -hmm. I am not religious, but I greatly respect religion. However, I feel like these traditions don't really fit our relationship. I was a single mother when we were initially got together. Having sex, living together, and having a child together out of wedlock are amongst the things that haven't quite fit in with his family's traditions. 
Nonetheless, these things have never been an issue, and his family has taken both myself and my son as their own and never judged or criticized. Marriage was recently brought up and something we were considering with excitement. Marriage isn't overly important to me. I feel like moving in together and having children are bigger commitments, but I was still on board and happy about it. He brought up me changing my last name, and I reminded him why I wouldn't change my last name. Long story short, he obviously hadn't thought I was serious when I initially told him at the start of our relationship I wouldn't change my last name, and told me if he knew this before we had our child together, he would have left. He has since apologized for this comment, but I can't get it out of my head. He is also adamant that if I don't change my last name, as it's tradition, then he cannot marry me. I explained my reasoning to him, and he still wouldn't budge. Thinking I might be being overly sensitive, I asked my son how he would feel if me and his stepdad got married. He was very excited. I asked him how he'd feel if I changed my last name. He went very quiet and explained he'd feel really sad because then he'd be left out and me, his stepdad, and his sister would all have the last name and he wouldn't. Mm -hmm. I shared this with my partner, but he still wouldn't budge. He has said it's tradition and what happens, and if I want to get married, I absolutely have to change my last name. Like I said before, I wasn't overly phased by marriage before. I feel there are bigger commitments, but now I know why he doesn't get married and the fact he's putting his own ego before my son's feelings. I'm left at a crossroads as to how to move forward with this relationship. Any advice on how to move forward or your opinions on our actions or situation would be greatly appreciated. Well, I wish I had a few more uh, questions answered. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go along with this, pretending that different scenarios. Obviously, I'm sure you thought about hyphenated names, I would imagine. I don't know if that would fly with your future, uh, your current man, future husband-to-be, or your daughter's father. And, and that's, a, that's a good compromise. And I don't know if he's willing to compromise. If his male ego, they're, look, they're so untraditional right now. They've, they've had a relationship. They've had a child. They've done all this stuff without, without marriage. You know, the, the rigidity of, of tradition is, is out the door. <laughs> that train has left the station. Right. So if this guy, you know, is that bullheaded and isn't that, you know, is that that sympathetic to his wife's need or his, his now son's need? Because look, it's his son. They're in the same house. Yeah. He's going to be the guy raising this child. And if, if everyone's looking at this as a positive thing and it's going to be for life, then that's what you do. You, 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 you take on the whole package and make that little boy feel like he's part of the, he's part of the marriage. He's getting married too. Right. I mean, it's it's crazy that he said if he would have known this was a, a for sure earlier, he would have left. That's how important this one thing is to him. That's that's him trying to manipulate. And that's re- pretty shitty, I think. And so if he isn't like he isn't willing to compromise, then where do we go from here? You know, this is something that she has to really, you know, put in her own head. Does she want to be with someone that you know, spend the rest of her life. I mean, obviously, she—he's he, a part of her life. That she—they have—they have a daughter together. And if she wants to continue, you know, in the relationship the way it is and not married, 
then she can say, fine, I'm not going to get married and we'll just live together and we'll, we'll raise our children the way we were doing it. She has that power. She, she certainly holds the power. She, could, she has to still say, I do, <laughs> you know, on the day of a marriage. It feels to me as the way this is written that we're, we're headed towards marriage or nothing. I mean, it, it really feels like... You know, I got to tell you, I, I, when people really love one another... I, I have such a tough time believing that you you head for these things. This is all about control and manipulation and and stamping your feet if you don't get your way. But that's not really having a relationship. You know, having a good relationship is where you're able to sit down and 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 work things through to what's best for all of us and not everybody else. But what's what what what's good for our core? There's four people. There's four souls in the core. Mm-hmm. There's him. There's her. And there's two children. And it's just as important for that for that boy to to feel that his sister is a part of him, and he's part of that sister. And there's no dividing. There's no names. This is all bullshit. When I when people start getting into this stuff, yeah. I mean, I think if you get to really a standstill, then maybe you can turn to like a couples therapist, and maybe a therapist could help him see how just how he's being so insensitive about the whole thing and how it's such an ultimatum. So he actually can truly understand their perspective because mm-hmm. it just sounds like it's a, it's just like a, it's off limits topic. You know, the the basic rule here is if the man you are with doesn't have the sensitivity to care about your son and he's putting everything on him, his own importance and blowing off blowing off the, your, your eldest son's needs, then he may not be the guy for you. You may even need to walk because he's not thinking of the family unit. And it's most important that he thinks of the family unit and not just his, own, his, his self or a name. And right. if, if keeping your name is, is, is going to satisfy your son's need and your need for not changing your son's name, or your son wants to keep his name and he wants you to keep your name, it's a name. Right. It has nothing to do with, with, with spending your life with that person and being a husband and a wife. Right. I mean, it's almost like if his name is Jack, for, for lack of a better, for lack of knowledge, it's, do you want to be known as, as you and your last name, or do you need to be known as Jack's wife? <laughs> yeah, it's his own, look, it's his own insecurity. If he, he better... He better figure out where it all comes from, and then together you still have to be happy with whatever you do. But most people meet each other, and together they have children. And then the children are always the center to both of them. Right now your daughter is the center, in his mind maybe, to the both of you. But your son seems like he's being left out field, and that's bullshit. That's got to stop right now. If it doesn't... If if you continue this thing with with the fact that your son is is an outcast by this guy, he's not the guy. Yeah, yeah. he's not the guy because you. That's not what you want. You want a guy that's going to to tie everybody together. Yeah. Wow, tough one, but you'll make it through. Let us know, and if you need to write more back, write more back. Yeah, it'd be interesting to hear an update. I'm very yeah. curious. Well, that was the long one. One more. We got one more. My 22 female 
boyfriend, a 23 male, recently got out of the military and moved back home to Minnesota with his brother and parents. We've been doing well being in a long-distance relationship. I live in California. He and I decided I'd come to visit him so I could meet his parents, so I've booked a flight to visit him for a week, but he and his parents insist that I stay with them in their house. I'm just worried that they won't like me or I'll say something wrong. Any advice? Have confidence, <laughs> number one. Yes. <laughs> no, this is not, this is, should not, you can't say it shouldn't be a worry because everyone has their own worries, but reality is I wouldn't worry about it. You know, go strong, be you, keep your self-confidence. And long as you're you, if he loves you, I'm sure his parents will see what he loves in you as long as you show them really who you are. So walking on eggshells, hiding in a closet, uh, looking for the desk and hiding under the desk, this is not something that I would recommend to you at all. I would say be, be you, be out in the kitchen, be with his, with his family, be with him. But most importantly, be yourself. Yeah. And enjoy it. The fact that they open their home to you, fantastic. You don't, you don't need to walk on eggshells through this thing. If you need to get a glass of water, you know where the glasses are. Go get a glass. Go pour yourself some water. Yeah, yeah. You I know, mean, it's one of those classic. You're in, their, you're in their home. You're part of their family. You're hungry. Go in the refrigerator. Yeah, it's one of those classic. Just I think relationship things when you haven't met the parents and like in every tv show and movie we've ever seen it's always like i'm gonna meet the parents i'm meeting the parents but, here, <laughs> but here's the best part they're from minnesota yeah <laughs> they're minnesota nice you you got it made this is great they're you're gonna go into the one of the best families in the world minnesota people they're awesome i mean i'm a <laughs> california but born here but let me tell you about minnesota thumbs up baby yeah, I'd be excited. I mean, it. I, I've I've had this feeling a bunch of different times, and I think that every time I think you're surprised at most of the time, right? I mean, it's not every case, but I think you'll be surprised at just how great it goes. I think it's always fun. You got to make it fun. I mean, I mean, all my children have uh, have brought their their spouses. Well, I don't think Matthew has ever has Amy ever been here. No. No, but Taylor has brought his girlfriend, and of course, you're here all the time, and it's it's the best. We love it. Parents love when they're when our kid, this parent, and and Morgan's mom loves when 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 her kids or Mike or our kids come into our environment with the ones they love and share them with us. Yeah, have no fear, be bold, be you. Yeah. And it's just funny, the California-Minnesota kind of comparison here. Oh, I knew that. That's must why. why yeah. <laughs> I know. See, I don't look at the, the questions. They, they totally spring them on me. But uh, I can see why you picked that one. You got a little you know, Minnesota bias there. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Well, it's going to go uh, better than you think. Yeah, don't, don't worry. Be yourself and just make yourself at home. And the more you do that, the more comfortable you are with them, the more comfortable they are going to love you and bring you in, and they're going to just, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, I I say, just be yourself and be be proud and be positive, and you'll be fine. Beautiful. Well, 
That's, that's what we have for taking the next step. Well, thanks for uh, spending this time with us. It's been a while. The holidays definitely got in our recording uh, way. I know that uh, we were back in Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> um, it was cold. It was really cold there when we were there. It's nice to be back in California where it's warm. But uh, anyways, I look forward to seeing you next week, and we'll be back. Yes, we will. Bye. Bye.